this uh, March 8th meeting of the Williams County Commission to order. Uh, at this time, I'll call on Bobby to read the uh, proclamation or executive order or whatever it is. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. If there is no objection from the members of the Board of Commissioners and subject to executive order number 78, the Board of Commissioners has determined that it is necessary that this meeting be held electronically to protect the health, safety, and welfare of the public due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Are there any objections to this finding by the board? Let the minutes reflect the board has made the determination to conduct this meeting electronically, and we will proceed in that manner. Mr. Chairman. Thank you. At this time, we will have the uh, invocation by Commissioner Greg Lawrence and the pledge to the flag by Commissioner Jennifer Mason. Commissioner <clears throat> Lawrence. Is I muted? Yes, you are. We've got you now. Okay, I'm sorry. Let us pray. God, we thank you for your abundant blessings. We thank you for the privilege we have to live in Williamson County and in America. We pray your blessings on our meeting tonight. And we want to recognize tonight that it was one year ago that we stopped having these meetings because of the coronavirus. Our county, along with many other countries around the world, have suffered through a very difficult year. We pray to you tonight that you would lift this cloud off of our world, off of our country, and off of our county, and that we will be able to open up again. And we pray that you would give us wisdom as we make decisions to help our community move forward from this and may we be good stewards of the responsibilities and the finances entrusted to us by the good citizens of this community. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, now for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United, of the United States of America. America. Into and to the public for which it stands, one nation, under God, 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 uh, please mute yourselves until you are, are called on or wishing to speak. Uh, at this time, we will have the roll call. Okay, looks like everyone. Call the roll, please, Jeff. I have 23 present, one absent, Commissioner Bethard absent. Commissioner Bethard contacted me today that he had a last-minute trip come in, was going to be on an airplane, and would be out tonight. 
next, we have approval of the minutes. Uh, these were emailed to you. We will entertain a motion for approval of the minutes. Have a motion by Steve Smith. We have a second by Dana Osbrook. Are there any additions or corrections to the minutes? Hearing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor, press your yes to oppose your no. Commissioner Ricky Jones. Ricky, are you having trouble? It says about it, yes. All right, Jamie, what do we? There we go. Uh, record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The minutes have been passed. Uh, next, we have citizens' communications. We would like to suspend citizens' communications if there's no objections. Uh, we also have one late filed resolution. Late filed resolution 3-21-26. Uh, are there any objections to hearing the late filed resolution? Commissioner Mason, Commissioner Sturgeon, are you requesting to speak or are you letting me know that you're objecting to hearing the late filed? Commissioner, I, this is Commissioner Mason. I would object to the late filed motion at this time. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Sturgeon? Yeah, I also object. All right, we have two objections and by our rules, uh, it will not be added to the agenda. It'll be sent back to committee. Uh, are there any objections to suspending citizens' communications? All right, with that, citizens' communication is suspended. Now we move to reports of county offices. Uh, Mayor? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. We've got uh, about three or four different items, but the first thing I would like to do is introduce the new hospital CEO who is <clears throat> on the call, Phil Mazuka, who, as you know, in item three, uh, item C of our agenda, uh, the hospital makes a report, and Paul Bolin and um, Julie Miller are on here likewise to make their report. Because Phil's first day of as the new CEO of the hospital is today, uh, he's probably put in his first 10 or 12 hour day. So I'd like to introduce him and let him make some remarks, Mr. Chairman. Is that okay to go ahead? That's the first thank you, Mayor, and to all the commissioners for allowing me to join the meeting today on my first day as CEO of Williamson Medical Center. Just a little bit about my background. I've been managing hospitals and health systems for the last 39 years in the capacity of CEO or, or in a corporate leadership role, and having served hospitals in 23 states across the country during my career. On a personal side, my wife, my daughter, and I live in Franklin, 
I've lived here for the last 13 years. And although I've lived in many places across the country in the last 39 years, we found that Williamson County is not only the best place we have ever lived, but it's also where we plan to stay and always call home. As CEO of Williamson Medical Center, my goal is to continue to innovate and provide safe, compassionate, and high quality care that's easily accessible to our community. I want to ensure that all of our residents understand the incredible capabilities that Williamson Medical Center has to offer within their own community close to home. I also want the staff at Williamson Medical Center to feel like the organization is the best place to work and our staff are appreciated for the great work they do every day to benefit the health and well-being of our community. I look forward to what's to come for Williamson Medical Center and appreciate the opportunity to be a part of the team and to lead the organization on its continued journey of growth and sustainability as a valued community asset. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, I thank you for letting me introduce Phil uh, as he embarks on this new journey. We're very excited about him being on board. Next, I have uh, Nina. She will give a snapshot of the, the county. She's also going to be introducing um, Elizabeth McCrave with ECD. And she'll also be talking about uh, Matt uh, from the Marriott will be on here also to kind of give you a snapshot of the, the, the financial situation of the Marriott. So, Mr. Chairman, if you would allow me to ask Nina to um, click in and give that presentation. Thank you. Go right ahead, Ms. Nina. Um, in your packets this evening, you have your um, monthly reports. The first one is the budget report for um, January month end. Um, we're tracking on target for this time of the year. Nothing unusual to report. Also in your packet is the January privilege tax report. Um, we collected a little over 1.6 million in the month of January. Also, for education impact fee report um, through January, we have a total net collections of 2.2 million that are available uh, funds to be applied to approve projects. Um, also, for this evening, the Cool Springs Conference Center um, January report, we did have a loss of $43,914. Um, and if you don't mind, um, Matt Leahy fits the general manager with the conference center. And he was just going to give a snapshot of where we are and what he's projecting about for a few months. Hi, well, good evening, everyone. Um, Excuse am I going to be able to share my screen? Mr. Lightheft, yes, sir, you will. Uh, if I could pardon me just a moment, this is Diane. Uh, Commissioner Sturgeon, your mic is on. So sorry. Thank you. And Jamie will begin sharing the screen uh, or, or giving you the uh, permission, Mr. Lightheft, so you should be able to share your screen now. All right, let's see if I can figure this out. All right. Can you see it? Yes, sir. Looks good. All right. Great. Well, well, thank you for having me tonight. Um, yes, uh, 
you know, as we said in the prayer, the it's been a tough year for everybody in the county, um, and and that includes the conference center. Uh, so I just wanted to go through some of the financials with you that we're currently sitting at, or or and or forecasting for the rest of the fiscal year. Um, right now, our total revenues for the year um, are going to be one point six million dollars, roughly forecasted. That is down four point nine four million dollars to uh, the budget. Our house profit uh, is a, a negative. Um, we're showing a negative house profit of $108,000, which is down $1.38 million to budget. And our net operating income is down uh, is a negative $766,000 for the year, uh, down $1.26 million to budget. Um, when we wrote this budget, nobody knew. Um, as a matter of fact, we're writing the budget right now for the next fiscal year. No, nobody knew at that time how this was going to affect um, our business as a whole. And it has been devastating, as everybody knows. Um, and then looking into, uh, if, we, if we look at this compared to the prior year, um, 2019 to March 31st of 2020, our total revenues were 5.75 million. So you can see the huge swing. Our house profit was 1.36 million, and our NOI was 725,000 prior to the COVID um, outbreak. So for the uh, fiscal year, looking ahead for the 21-22 uh, budget, which is in progress. We expect to, you know, we expect to begin recovery in the upcoming fiscal year. We currently do not anticipate returning to pre-COVID revenue levels into the latter half of 2022 or early 2023, and that depends on what um, analysts you listen to. Some have it around that time, some have it a little bit later, um, but just based on the, the traction that we've seen as of late, the calls, um, the inquiries, the bookings for future um, dates, um, into 23 and 24 and 25, you know, we can see that there is some hope on the horizon. So revenue that we have on the books for the 2021-22 fiscal year, um, definite business means we have the contract in hand. It's been signed and um, and uh, it's it's a definite piece of business. We have 2.17 million. Tentative means that the client has asked for a contract and we've sent out the contract. We're waiting for a uh, executed uh, contract to come back to us um, that uh, amounts to 199,000 and then we have prospects which are we're in the initial talks with clients that a lot of times they may be shopping other hotels or other convention centers um, but there's 333,000 in the pipeline there and that's an ever-changing number um, it, it truly changes daily so just looking ahead to some of the challenges post-COVID um, that we're trying to prepare for um, staffing is very, very difficult right now. You would think that the, with the unemployment the way it is, uh, especially in our industry, that that we would have no problem staffing. But the problem is, is that all those people have found jobs in other um, other areas, such as factories, or they've gone on to you know just other cleaning houses, whatever it might be. But they've all found you know a lot of them have found full time um, positions. So we're um, you know, really struggling at this point, uh, and then it makes it even more difficult when you're busy for a week and then you're slow. So you, you know, it's hard to retain people. Um, the cost of expenses for uh, pr protective equipment has gone out uh, up considerably. Uh, disposable goods as well as safety equipment, gloves. Gloves have gone from 
literally $30 a case to $120 a case, um, uh, rubber gloves, masks, etc., have all risen due to the demand. Our space requirements for smaller groups are, are looking for larger event space. They want, you know, the social distancing. This requires small, smaller groups to take up more of our space, limit, limiting our ability to book additional business. Um, and then the cost of execution, because these groups are requiring more space, it's um, it's more labor intensive to set the rooms and break them down and, and reset them. Where before you could do, you know, 400 people for lunch and 400 people for a meeting and use two halves of the ballroom. Now you're using the whole ballroom for the meeting and then you're turning it over for the lunch or the dinner that day. Um, so it requires a lot more labor. Um, we also still have buffets, but due to the COVID-19 rules, we do not allow our customers to serve themselves. So we have a gloved and masked um, and, and shielded employee that serves that uh, on their plate for them. Um, we already talked about that third bullet point. Um, future cancellations, groups are continuing to cancel and or shift events in the short term to future years. Um, and or later on in this year, for in some cases, uh, most recently a group canceled last week for an event in September. And um, ironically, it was a health group. Um, but, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of that. And then we're also seeing a lot of booking. Well, this helps the long-term future. The conference center will not help in the short term. Um, I'll give you an example. In February, um, the conference center, we booked... We, it, we call them small wins when we book more than we cancel. And the conference center had a really good booking month um, in February. Um, so we hope to hope to continue to see those increases. Um, pricing, as we saw after the 2008 financial crisis, groups are looking for deals. Everybody's looking for a deal. There's a ton of competition out there in the market. Um, you know, when you can buy a hotel room in downtown Nashville or you can uh, pay for a meeting in downtown Nashville and pay the same price, as the suburbs, you know, it becomes very difficult for us to compete. Um, the result then is, you know, pricing space and services are lower than we typically would um, take in order to win the business. And we're going to continue to evaluate those pieces of business and take them where we, we feel it's a smart um, thing to do. Um, our staffing model, we continue to operate at lower staffing levels. Um, managers are covering line shifts. The chef is cooking, you know, dinner on the line. The banquet managers, the setup manager, um, you know, we're doing everything we can from a, from a um, cost um, saving standpoint on the labor front. And then uh, we, we did have some successes on cancellation fees. Um, the people that did cancel outside of whatever the guidelines might be said, for instance, the September event that's coming, that was canceled. They, because of the timing on contractually, they were obligated to pay 25%. They agreed to pay it, and that will be, you know, 100% profit to the conference center for those portions that were the catering portions. Um, some of the things that we are doing to um, generate new business and or keep old business, we're doing booking incentives um, for local weddings. We, we have a thing called micro weddings. Um, if, if you see it on the Vertical Marriott Facebook page, we also are um, promoting small and large groups. And they're advertised through our social media footprint. So if anybody knows anybody that's looking for a great space for small or, or even large groups, there's some great um, discounts going on right now. Um, let's see, we're, we're controlling all of our purchases of supplies. We're only ordering when absolutely necessary. Um, if, it, if it's a guest service issue, we'll, we'll order it. But if it's not necessary, we, we don't order. Um, 
So, I mean, all in all, it's been a tough year, a tough year for everybody. And, uh, but I do have uh, really positive feelings about the future. We just have to be patient and get out of this together. Any questions for me? Commissioner Lawrence had a question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Matthew, for that report tonight. Uh, obviously not what everybody wanted to hear, but I know as we talked about, as you, as you mentioned, I mentioned in the prayer, it, it has been very difficult. I was wondering, did, did the conference center receive any funds from either of the two stimulus pass, packages that were passed by Congress, or do you anticipate any coming from this third stimulus package that may be passed soon? Um, that was a question that came up um, on the previous round of the um, PPP loans. I don't, I'm not privy to what our corporate offices at the Charwell offices are doing with that. Um, that would be a question that I can get you some answers to. Uh, and that, uh, Not today, obviously, but this week I can, I can reach out to them and find out. I know that we've applied. I know that Charwell has applied for the PPP loans. Um, but as far as those funds and if they've received them, I don't know about this round, but previous rounds, I don't know how they've used those. I, I assume for labor and bills, electricity, things like that, but I can get you a more definitive answer this week. Okay, but we are separate from Chartwell, are we not? Um, you, the conference center is separate from Chartwell. It's managed by Chartwell. So those employees um, and the expenses that fall under the, the yeah, so I, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure. I don't want to answer it incorrectly. So let me defer uh, to my corporate office and get some answers. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, this is Rogers. When everyone gets through, I do want to introduce um, Elizabeth McCready from the ECD. Okay, I think Commissioner Story, did you have a question? Yes, sir. Thank you, Chair. One quick question. Um, I have I read in the in the new local newspaper a couple of times where we've had um, some corporate meetings scheduled or events scheduled at the conference center, and and a lot of news outlets were kind of attacking it for for, ha for it happening. Are you are you experiencing issues where you've had bookings of corporate uh, events and then maybe seen um, media outlet coverage that was reporting it on a negatively and then having any of these uh, events pull out potentially? Um, personally, we haven't seen any media coverage on any functions that have happened on our at our hotel or conference center. Um, there have been um you know incidents where like a parent will call about a cotillion and say you know what are you doing to you know be safe and are you social distancing and then we go through all the processes and procedures that we have in place for those um i mean and quite frankly once they're in a private meeting room it's that's it's not ours to control at that point even though we can highly recommend it when it's in the public space of the hotel and conference center we make sure that they follow all the guidelines for, that you know the county has set forth that that Marriott has set forth and um, but we haven't had any knock on wood any um, negative press that I know of. Um, the only one that had any kind of negative um, um, you know 
social media was um, we had Southwest um, and, and it was during the it was right after the riots the I can't remember which riots there were there's been a few this year and people thought that they were assembling the kids were using the parking lot as a training ground but people that were driving by citizens of the area thought that they were assembling so we got we ended up with a lot of calls to the hotel and there was a call to the um, Franklin Police Department and we spoke to them and said it's a group they're using the parking lot to socially distance and and uh, practice their selling techniques and they said okay no worries and that, that was it for that so. Thank you. I just I know I've I've read a couple of instances where there was at least one local company here I think was going to hold a event and I apologize I believe it was at, at the convention at our convention center but uh, but it was at least local and it was um you know a company that was locally here that was going to hold something and I just read that he, they they got some grief I didn't know if they'd canceled it or not I didn't know if that was a something that was happening often or or if anyone was canceling because of negative connotations but uh so yeah, I yeah. that no one's can't backed out then yeah i mean i have to i have to think that some of the cancellations we've had internally they've probably talked about it and said what are the optics you know look like if we hold this conference uh, you know they, they can share that with us or they 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 have the right to cancel you know due to the force majeure so um and, thank, but thank from, you. from a press standpoint no Are there any other questions? Okay. Thank, Thank you, Matthew. You. Thank you. Uh, Rogers. Thank you again, Mr. Chairman. So I think you see on the screen, we've got Matt Largent on here and Elizabeth on here. <clears throat> we try to at least <clears throat> a couple of times a year <clears throat> have Elizabeth or Matt <clears throat> give us a report. <clears throat> so at this time, I'll turn it over to Elizabeth and Elizabeth, thanks for being with us tonight. Absolutely, Rogers, and Matt's on the call as well as Kel McDowell, who you all know at this point, um, and we're happy to take any questions that you may have. Um, I, I, I want to take the time that I have just to say thank you for your partnership. Um, I don't think any of us could have prepared for the trauma that this past year inflicted, um, but I, I do think that we've seen that Williamson County is capable of weathering the storm, um, and, and we've shown our resilience and our strength. Um, We've obviously felt the impact of the recession, um, but we've weathered it as good as any other community has. Um, and, and I think that that's something that's shown, you know, the unemployment rate was mentioned. Relatively speaking, our unemployment rate is still really low in comparison to our other communities that we compare ourselves with. So um, that's something I think we can all be, I don't want to say proud of, but um, grateful for. Um, I, I certainly am. Um, we wanted to spend just a few minutes and look back at some of the activity that we've done over the past year. And we did send you uh, the, the last updated newsletter. We also sent you our COVID response um, outline. I'm not going to go through all of that because we would be here all night. Um, it's already really late. So I'll, I'll hit just a couple of points with you. Um, I do want to mention the very first day that we had our first COVID positive person in Williamson County, that afternoon we launched a call with all of our HR executives so that they could 
collectively come together and talk through how they were going to respond. Um, so from day one, we've been supporting the, the business community and we've continued to do that, um, not just with our larger corporations, um, which are critical to, um, to, to our community, but also with our small businesses. I think you've all seen Kel um, has become quite an expert on PPP loans. Um, and, and that's uh, evidenced in the amount of money that's been given back to small businesses in Williamson County. We're very proud of that. Um, we've also spent some time still recruiting new companies. So you've, you've heard a few announcements. Um, most of you probably remember us talking about thanks at the end of last year. Um, but then one of the ones that we're really excited about, uh, Vintage Millworks, is actually uh, relocating into Fairview. Um, and we're really happy to have that company. They, they're already talking about ways that they can partner with the local school districts. And uh, we're excited to have them um, as a corporate partner for us. Um, some other things that we've been working on and focused on, um, You've all heard about our Black Business Coalition. Uh, Jamon Daltrey is our co-chair. Um, and then I believe next week you're going to see a brand new page launch on our website um, that will cover everything that they're doing. Um, and it'll be a really good resource tool. We've also got a list of Black-owned companies on that website so that we can hopefully promote um, their businesses as well. <clears throat> we um, have had continued to have our inclusion and um, diversity work uh, task force up. Our last one focused on hiring people on the autism spectrum. Um, one of the things that we're going to focus on moving forward is women in the workforce specifically. Um, you've probably heard uh, along with the high unemployment rate across the country, uh, there has been an incredible loss of women in the workforce. And so one of the things that our inclusion um, and diversity program will focus on moving forward is how we can help them re-enter the workforce and what that's going to look like. Uh, we've got you've got a list of events there, some things that we've been doing. Um, I will point out we've got um, we've had a, we had a live Q and A with the SBA office. A um, couple other things we had we've had several CEO roundtables, real estate discussions, um, and then uh, Wednesday we've got our day on the hill. And um, March 26th we've got a virtual policy talk. So make sure you're on there with Kel. And then obviously our golf classic is April 14th and our Outlook Williamson event is May 12th. Um, now, again, I, I said I was going to keep this high level and as short as possible, but I am happy to answer any of your questions. Um, Matt and Kel are both on the call as well, and, and they're happy to take those. Do we have any do we have any questions? I'm having technical issues. Sorry. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, Rogers, what else you got? Thank you, Elizabeth, Matt, for being here. <clears throat> Mr. Chairman, that concludes my report tonight. I'll let you move on to the school superintendent. All right. Uh, Jason? Thank you, Mr. Chair, and uh, thank you, commissioners. And I want to um, echo the thanks that you've received. Uh, already today for your leadership. I do want to give you a quick report related to schools. We, uh, this, uh, this particular month's meeting is the meeting where we make our request for our capital, five-year capital plan. So we're, we're consuming a good chunk of your agenda. I do want to let you know that from a numbers perspective, we increased by 48 students since uh, February 10th. Basically over the course of this month, we've increased 48 students. Uh, those kinds of numbers are what we typically experience, and we've, we've started to experience that growth 
that at least for us is an indicator that, uh, that things are getting back on track. Uh, we, uh, as you all may recall, uh, were reduced in numbers by about 1,500 when, uh, when, when the fall started with COVID. Um, to my knowledge, every public school in the state had a reduction in student numbers. We've recovered that by about 600 or so uh, from, from that 1,500 and again, continue to grow back. I anticipate from a numbers perspective, we'll, we'll have about a two-year window uh, that uh, that that um, that the effects of COVID are, are really felt um, for us, but again, we are rebounding. One one key point to that that I wanted to make sure that to emphasize is that uh, we actually did not hire 40 positions that were budgeted last year, uh, in, because we we saw that uh, fairly early on and and reduced that that number. So our board just started working on the budget for next year. They'll, they will be looking at the budget a second time at their work session this week and then vote on uh, the budget in a couple of weeks at their next meeting. Uh, so we, uh, we do anticipate um, a little over a thousand student, uh, students growth from the end of first month this school year to the end of first month next school year. And that's the basics of what we're budgeting on. Uh, since there was some comments, uh, there were some comments related to COVID-19, I thought I'd give you our numbers. Uh, we report weekly to the State Department of Education, our numbers, and we have a total of 485 students either with positive cases or quarantine currently as of today, and a total of 42 uh, faculty and staff either with positive cases or quarantine. Uh, and that is, that is way down from what we've experienced. That gets back to our September numbers. Uh, we recognize that uh, even, you know, even during September, the, uh, the the situation was pretty serious, and so we were we were of course very careful. At this stage, we're not ready to uh, to say that uh, that we completely have this resolved because 400 you know plus close to 500 students uh, is uh, is still pretty serious and something that back in September was 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 unprecedented. But we have had times this year where we were uh, in the 3,500 range. Uh, for total students and faculty uh, quarantined and non-positive. So because of that, because of our experience, uh, we, we see that as a, as a success. Uh, we are going on spring break after this week. Uh, that'll be another telling uh, window of time after everyone returns from spring break. So we continue to encourage everyone to be careful in their process. And with that, Mayor uh, and Mr. Chair, uh, that's my report. I'm open to any questions that you may have. Are, are there any questions of Jason? Thank you, sir. Uh, I know we have the hospital online. Do they have a report they would like to make or if at this time? Uh, yes, can you hear me? This is Julie Miller with Williamson. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I wanted to give a brief COVID update tonight. Um, our COVID inpatient numbers continue to decline. We are still asking community members to be diligent and wearing masks to prevent another spike, but we are thankful to see our inpatient numbers going down. As a state approved COVID vaccine site, we have vaccinated over 4,400 people 57% of those doses were used to vaccinate Williamson Medical Center staff. 
and 43% of the other doses were used to vaccinate outpatient healthcare workers, teachers, and others that will have been in the approved tiers in collaboration with the state and Williamson County Health Department. Williamson Medical Center's ability to vaccinate is based on the number of vaccines that we are approved to receive by the state. And also in partnership with the County Health Department, Williamson Medical Center EMS has provided 220 hours of a dedicated ambulance at the Ag Center during vaccine clinic hours. That is the COVID update, and I believe Paul Bolin is on to also talk about financials. Yes, thank you, Julie. Um, with regard to the January financials, um, there's there's so much going on. Our income was below expectations. We had an income of 323,000, uh, but for much of January, um, we weren't able to do some of the surgery cases we expected to do because we didn't have the staff who were otherwise working on COVID. Some other things volume-wise that were going on, our ER volumes were 21% less than the prior year, and our surgeries were down pretty significantly. Uh, the good news is, as you just heard Julie say, um, COVID seems to be on the decline. We're hopeful, we're grateful, because that will certainly help our financials. The thing that happened in January that I want to bring to your attention is our debt coverage ratio or debt service ratio. Ratio. A long time ago, the hospital made a commitment to Williamson County government that we would have a debt service ratio of 1.5 or greater. Uh, in January, this dipped down to uh, 1.42. Um, I've provided some analysis in an email that I hope you all have looked at. Um, this is really the result of losses we sustained early in COVID. Last February, March, April, May, we had some pretty significant losses. Um, the debt service ratio is based on the preceding 12 months uh, cash flow, which is really income and with some adjustments. So those things really drug down the debt service ratio. Um, I also forecasted what I think it will be at the end of June. Um, kind of taking out those really bad months. So I, I think our debt service ratio will rise um, and will be in compliance with our commitment to Williamson County government. Um, when you all look at that, uh, those analysis, just kind of notice some things like those big losses in some of those months. And also we make our bond payments in March and April, which that kind of really affects our numbers in a large way. Um, in this time, we've made a lot of effort to improve um, our financial um, perspective, um, and we've had a lot of success with that. We've renegotiated some of our revenue cycle vendors, and those are our collections people and billing people and whatnot. We've made some changes in case management, the way we classify patients. That has helped a lot. Um, Williamson Medical Group achieved some quality scores. They got them a better payment. Um, and we've changed some of our employee benefits around. And all that to say is we're constantly working to make things better. Um, it's been a very difficult uh, last year, but I think we're on the way up. And you'll see by the analysis I have of uh, projecting uh, the debt service ratio that you know, by the end of the fiscal year, those bad months will have rolled out and we'll be in a better position. Also, you'll see in that thing that was emailed to you, we looked at our days cash on hand. 
and we did that just as a matter of uh, showing our financial strength. Um, we're, we're doing fairly well with that, but I, I do want to be cautious with that. Um, we got an advance payment from Medicare that added to our funds that we have to start paying back in April. Um, so that will be a little bit of a lowering of our day's cash on hand. Uh, but by and large, I think things are going pretty well. And with that, I'd open up to questions from you guys. Chairman, I have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, thanks, Paul, for that, and, and Julie, and thank you for the letter that you gave us tonight. And, and the letter references the money you got. I don't know if this is from the CARES Act or another portion of the stimulus bills that came through, but um, was that significant, and was it enough to make up uh, some of the difference and some of the losses we've had? Um, it was by no means enough to make up the losses. Uh, we And I don't have the numbers in front of me. We got the majority of that in our last fiscal year. Um, and it was significant money, but nowhere near enough to make up the losses. Okay, thank you. Are there any other questions? All right, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Uh, yes. Okay, moving on. Uh, I had spoken to uh, Kathy Montgomery earlier. She doesn't really have a report, but she is available if there are any questions. I'm not seeing or hearing anything. So that concludes the reports. And now that we're through with reports, let's work on technical issues. Uh, Jamie, what is it that you need us to do? Or is everybody back in now? Um, no, sir. I am still looking for Ricky Jones, Lothers, Chalfont, Hester, Nations, Rainey, and Williams to log in to the open meeting app. Um, if you are seeing something now, log off and then log back in, and you should connect correctly. Okay. Mine states has the sign in button on, but when I try to sign in, it says I'm already logged in. It says on my end that everything's connected correctly on yours. So as soon as I see a few more people, I'll start the meeting and um, see what happens from there. Okay. I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman, this is Beth. We're having some Comcast difficulties in our area. So I was able to be connected the first part and now it just says connecting. I'm not sure that we have not lost Wi-Fi connection. Sorry, I'll, I'll do my best here. See, I have one, two, three, four, six that are not connected. Um, this is scary, mine says. My, I was on, and then it says I'm connecting uh, right now. And mine says I can't connect to the server. And I did what you said, Jamie, and it says I can't connect to the server. 
Hey guys, I had the same issue and I turned my iPad off and turned it back on and it connected. Turn it all the way off and then back on. I will try that. That's, that's what I did. Commissioner Rainey, what did you say was your, your said? Mine was on at first and I was able to vote and then it just went off and says I am connecting. And it's, I just turned mine off and back on and it still says that I'm connecting to meeting. Jamie, that's the same as mine. Okay. So um, we have, let's see, Commissioner Rainey Williams, Hester, Walter, Chalfont, and Jones. Um, if you guys want to proceed, well, no, we've got Ricky Jones that is logged on now. One, two, three. So we have five. If you guys want me to vote for them, just let me know and we can continue. Otherwise, you guys are just going to have to do voice votes. Jamie, I just went through, uh, took Wi-Fi off and went through my cellular to connect. Okay. Um, uh, sure, Ed, I've lost you. Jamie, this is I had uh, I voted previously, but now with this little uh, period of time, mine's also saying connecting. Okay, well, we just uh, talked about it. I've got Walters connected and, um, so the only ones I don't have are Shelton, Hester, and Rainey. So if you guys want me to vote for them, just let me know. Jamie. Yes, sir. David Landrum. Mine says, I cut mine on and back on. It says, please wait until Roland's gone. Yes, that is what you should see because we had to start the meeting over and we'll just I pick up. I should that's where I am too, Jamie, Jerry. Okay. I turned mine off twice and then now that's where I am. Okay, perfect. I've got you now, Commissioner Rainey. So I'm looking for Hester and Shelfont, and that's it. And Tom Tunnicliffe just left. Okay. This, this is Commissioner Hester. Mine still says connecting. I've turned it off and and okay. twice, and it's still connecting. So, sorry. You have to look it off for like a minute or two and then try getting back in. Okay, thanks. Okay. I'll try that too. All right. I'm having. Okay. Okay. Um, Commissioner Tonicliffe. Yeah, I just had my phone reboot. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get the meeting started. Did we hit present or do anything? Yes, if you could hit present for me. I did that, Jamie. Jerry. Perfect. Thank you.
Who do we still have not on? We have Commissioner Chalfont and Hester that could not get connected, but I'm still waiting for um, Nations. I had it. Yes, sir. You, you, okay. I've got you on here um, now. It's on now? I believe so. Yes, sir. Okay, that's fine. I hadn't touched it. Okay. Um, <laughs> can uh, Commissioner Williams, Nations, Little, please press present? Mine says, mine says sign in, and when I try to sign in, it says the user is already logged in. Okay. Um, did you try turning oh, yours yeah. off? I have done that three times, and it comes back on saying the same thing. Okay. Well, James, do you have yes, the ability sir. to to um, to boot people from the meeting, and maybe do you see him there? Uh, let's see. I'm, okay, I'll I kicked you out of the meeting, and if you want to turn it off, and then not the whole phone or whatever you're using, but just the program. Who are you talking you, to now? <laughs> you. All right. You. Yeah, if you just okay. want to like. All right, I'm rebooting open. I'm rebooting open meeting. Okay, perfect. Sign in. It sends your signed in now. All right, now it's working. Okay, great. Let's see. All right. Um, so who so we got? I, I think. Everyone is um, working correctly, but we'll wait until the first vote and we'll see. Okay. But I'm ready to share my screen now. Hey, Jamie, real quick, this is David Landrum. Mine says County Commission, Monday, March 8th, 2021, waiting for discussion to start. Okay, that's perfect. That's okay. the correct screen. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, next up we have. Uh, appointments and elections and appointments. First is the Highway Commission, two-year terms expiring in 2023. Uh, Northwest District term expiring, Tan Stan Tyson, uh, nomination Stan Tyson, and Northeast District term expiring, Charles Wilson, nomination Charles Wilson. We'll entertain a motion. Have the motion by Chad Story, the second by Dwight Jones. Uh, are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. No. Okay. If you're in favor, press your yes. Opposed, your no. Jamie, are you going to show the vote screen on? WebEx where I can see it, who's voted. Yes, if you could just hang on just one second. All right. <laughs> and While she's uh, uh, doing that, Commissioner Chalfont, your mic is on. 
And it looks like Commissioner Chalfant and Hester are still not able to vote unless we do a voice vote with those two. It's still showing connecting. I've turned it off and let it set, turned it back on. It has All right. We're just going to, to get the meeting going, Bert, we'll just ask if you want to vote yes or no and record it that way, if that's okay with you and Betsy. Um, is that all right? Yes, yes sir. I'll find yes. Okay. All right. find is yes. What about Hester? Yes. All right. Uh, assume we have all the votes. Cause I still can't see it. Record the vote, please. Uh, hang on just one second. I'm still trying to share my screen. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. All right, they are approved. Next, we have planning commission, four year terms, uh, term expiring Rhonda Rose, nomination Rhonda Rose, uh, term expiring Jessica Lucian, uh, nomination Jessica Lucian. Uh, term expiring Keith McCord, nomination Keith McCord, and term expiring Steve Lane, nomination Steve Lane. We have a motion by Chad Story, a second by Dana Osbrooks. Uh, are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Commissioner Salfont worked. Commissioner Hester, how do you vote? Commissioner Hester, yes. Okay, uh, record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Uh, they are approved. Zoning Appeals Board, five-year term. Term expiring Karen Emerson McPeak. Uh, nomination Karen Emerson McPeak will entertain a motion. Motion by Dana Osbrook, the second by Chaz Morton. Uh, are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Uh, how do you vote, Betsy? Yes. All right, Commissioner Hester's vote. Uh, Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Okay, next up we have the consent agenda. Uh, we'll entertain a motion for the consent agenda. Yeah, the motion by Aaron Nation, second by Steve Smith. Are there any questions? 
Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Commissioner Hester? Yes. Okay, record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Consent agenda has passed. Resolution 3-21-1. Resolution of the Williams County Board of County Commissioners, approval of an intent to fund for $3,600,000 for the installation of synthetic turf football fields at Centennial, Ravenwood, and Fairview High Schools. Commissioner Turnercliffe? Okay, let me let me speak in here on our resolutions. Uh, we ask that the person who has signed the resolution be the one that makes the motion uh, and the second uh, can be uh, anyone, but uh, that's just for clerical purposes, please. All right, we had the motion by Commissioner Tomcliffe, the second by Commissioner Story. Uh, the school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Yes, sir. Uh, Williams County Schools is looking to add three more synthetic turf fields um, at Centennial, Ravenwood, and Fairview High Schools. Are there any questions? All right. Commissioner Sturgeon. Yeah, um, just for the public, could you please explain um, why it makes sense to spend extra money on these um, artificial turfs, please. Jason, would you like to address that, please? Sure. Thank you all. This is Jason Golden. Uh, we started a process when we uh, built Nolansville High School uh, um, and, and placed a um, the synthetic turf field on the field. Uh, and we have since done that at Franklin High School, Brentwood High School, and Page High School. And what we have found is uh, with the volume of use that we're getting now from our from our student activities, uh, the uh, synthetic turf field is is just better because the the field doesn't wear out like the grass does over the course of seasons. Um, second, uh, we uh, with it, it eliminates a lot of drainage issues that we've experienced. Ravenwood is a perfect example of that. Uh, we've lost some some uh, some um, home ball games uh, um, in the, not this past year, but in the year prior. Uh, because of because of drainage issues. Also, TSSAA is introducing lacrosse uh, as another sport, and that's going to be one more uh, demand on our fields. And uh, based upon all those issues, um, plus uh, plus maintenance issues, um, seating and the and the care of the fields, uh, we've concluded that uh, that that's the best uh, step for us to do. This is step three of a four year of a four of a four-step process. Uh, started with Nolansville, we added those, um, the others I mentioned. This is Ravenwood Centennial and Fairview that we're asking of you now. And then uh, then the, the two remaining um, high school fields that won't have this, that are still on our five-year capital plan for the future, are uh, Summit and Independence. Thank you, Zeddy. Thank you, Jason. Uh, thank you. Are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote.
Jamie, are we get the voting screen? No, sorry, it is frozen. Do we want to do a roll call vote? There we go. Oh, there we go. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Hester. Commissioner Hester, yes. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-2. Resolution transferring up to $260,000 general purpose school funds to the extended school program fund for the purpose of providing money for a sufficient cash balance in the extended school program fund. Commissioner Conicliffe. For the motion, Commissioner Lothers, the second. Uh, school board was 12-4-0 against. Edu commission, education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Uh, explanation, please. Yes, Chairman. Um, due to COVID challenges, um, just trying to rebuild a balance so they don't operate in a deficit, the intent is to reimburse for these funds when funds are available. Thank you. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Hester, how do you vote? Yes. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 22 yes, one no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-3. Resolution of the Williamson County Board of County Commissioners approval of an intent to fund for $2 million for the building of a middle school east. Commissioner Tonicliffe, the motion. Commissioner Morton, the second. Uh, the school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Yes, Chairman. This is um, starting the, the process for design of a new middle school in the eastern part of the county. That's, it will be about a $42 million estimated project upon completion. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Ms. Commissioner Hester? You were muted, I believe. Yes. Commissioner Hester, yes. All right. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. 
Resolution 3-21-4. Resolution of the Williamson County Board of County Commissioners. Approval of an intent to fund up to $2,250,000 for land purchase for Central Office Support Complex. Commissioner Conicliffe. Uh, the motion, uh, Commissioner Hudson, the second. The school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against as amended. Budget committee was 4-4-0, excuse me, education committee was 5-4-1 against uh, as amended. And the budget committee was 4-4-0 against as amended. Uh, the education committee voted to defer till May 1st, and the budget committee voted to defer to July 21st. Uh, so, Commissioner Tonicliffe, the explanation? Yes, sir. Uh, this is for the, the county is looking, the school system is looking to fund some land purchased for, land purchase for the uh, a new administration building for the school system. Thank you. Central office. All right, Commissioner Webb. Uh, Mr. Chair, the budget committee voted to defer this until the July County Commission meeting, not July 21st. I'm sorry, I meant that July. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Okay, uh, are you wanting to make that a, a deferral request? Uh, yes, I will move for deferral. We defer 321-4 until the July County Commission meeting. Okay, Commissioner Webb, the motion, uh, Commissioner Dwight Jones, the second. Uh, are there any questions on the motion to defer? Commissioner Story. Yes, real quick. I, I know the discussion we had in education was just to, to exhaust additional. To own or cohabitate to where we can, you know, utilize um see about utilizing land that we already have instead of looking for new land so um i just ask that the school board and and uh, and and superintendent kind of reach out to us and let us know what other potential options are and and um for before we convene again and discuss thank you Are there any other questions on the deferral Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor of deferral, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. All right, Commissioner Hester, how do you vote? Yes. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. Uh, 22 yes, one no. The resolution has been deferred. Next up is resolution 3-21-5. Resolution requesting an intent to fund in the amount of $6,472,655 for the Williams County Board of Education 2021 major asphalt roof and water plan needs. Commissioner Tonicliffe. We have a second. Commissioner Smith, the second. The school board was 12-4-0 against. 
Education Committee was 640 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Yes, sir, Chairman. This is uh, just some major repairs that need to be done within the county, uh, within, the, within the county school system. Um, at schools that are requesting it, the major portion of this would probably be roofs. Are there any questions? Mr. Chairman, this is Nina. Yes. Um, the, total, the total and the heading and then in the body are different. They are. The, if you add the numbers together within the body, it is the six million oh seventy two six fifty five. All right. Uh, is that a typo that we can fix, or do we need a? Uh, I believe you can fix that as a typo, Mr. Chair. Because yeah, the whereas and the now be it therefore resolved, and the body has all the correct numbers. So we will just have to ask the clerk to make a note and correct that as a typo. The amount should be six million seventy-two thousand six hundred fifty-five dollars. Thank you, Ms. Nina, for catching that. Thank you, Ms. Nina, for catching that. But, uh, are there any other questions? Uh, send your <clears throat> rate of vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Hester? Yes. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-6. Resolution of the Williamson County Board of County Commissioners approval of an intent to fund of $16 million for improvements, new construction, and equipping and addition for Ravenwood and Summit High Schools. Commissioner Tonicliffe, the motion. Commissioner Story, the second. The school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Yes, sir, Commissioner, uh, Chairman. This is uh, funding for the improvements needed, or excuse me, new construction um, and equipment in addition to Ravenwood and Summit High Schools. Uh, we approved $2 million in funds for the design, and this is $16 million, so we can continue on with construction, furnishing, and equipping of these uh, additions. For overcrowding. Are there any questions? Are there any questions? Commissioner Sturgeon. Yes, um, I've had people ask me what the additions are for. So if I could just get an explanation, that would be great. Jason. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Commissioner Sturgeon. These exp expansions are for um, student numbers, to increase student numbers. Uh, a few years ago, you all may recall, we talked to the budget committee about this. Uh, we uh, we were trying to decide whether to put a new high school in Credit School or, or expand Page. We decided to expand Page High School. We are in the we did the same thing for Brentwood High School, Franklin High School, and Independence High School. So our our five year plan uh, shifted a few years ago to expand the capacities of these schools. So the projection is that we'll be able to add wings that add 400 student capacities to both Ravenwood and uh, Summit. 
Thank you, Jason. Which is a lot cheaper than buying and building a new school. Uh, are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Hester? Yes. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-7. Resolution for bonuses to all employees for the 2020-2021 budget year due to COVID being funded by a state allocation and local funding from all funds. Commissioner Conicliffe, the motion. Commissioner Morton, the second. The school board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was six four zero against. Budget committee was four four zero against. Explanation, please. Yes, sir, Chair. This is um, needed in the fact that uh, the BEP funding only allows for teachers and nurses, and this is a, a bonus we'd like to give to all Williamson County school staff. So there is a need to assist with this. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. Uh, 21 yes, two abstain. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-8. Resolution of the Williams County Board of County Commissioners approval for an intent to fund of up to $11,250,000 for land purchases for elementary, middle, and high schools. Commissioner Tornicliffe, the motion. Commissioner Lauders, the second. School board was 12-4-0 against. Education committee was six four zero against. Budget committee was four four zero against as amended, and it was amended to a five million dollar total. Uh, Commissioner Herbert, because we I haven't got the commissioner. Yeah, hang on. Let me get the explanation up first, because I, I okay. skip that, and then we'll come back to you, please. Okay, thank you. Explanation, please. Yes, sir. This is uh, intent to fund for uh, land purchases for elementary and middle and high school that has been on the 10 year um, plan growth plan within the school system. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Herbert. I just wanted to do the motion to amend it to five me. Okay, Commissioner Herbert, the motion to amend. Let her get that up. And the second by, by Commissioner Webb, we have the motion by Commissioner Sturgeon, second by Commissioner Webb. Uh, discussion on the amendment to amend it to 5 million. Commissioner Webb. 
Thank you, Mr. Chair. I just want to make sure that everyone on the commission is aware that the controller's office has said that an intent to fund is an obligation. And so at the budget committee, as, as Commissioner Herbert was saying, thought that we would limit this to five million at this point and then have the school board come back to the commission if they needed further funding. So the key part is the controller's office has said an intent to fund restricts that money right then and it keeps it from being used for anything else. So that's a key point, And that's what came out of budget committee. Thank you. Commissioner Lawrence. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, can someone tell me where we came up with the 5 million? Why, why did we come up with that number instead of a different number? Was that, that did we consult with the school system? Is that a number they decided they could live with? Or how did we come up with 5 million? Mr. Budget Chair, I'll let you <laughs> start with that. And <laughs> uh, during the budget committee discussion, five million dollars was recommended as a motion and second and passed by the budget committee as a starting number. Uh, there was no consultation with the school board. This was a starting point. As five million, we we thought at the budget committee was a reasonable starting point. Okay. Thank you. Commissioner Mason. Thank you. I, I don't want to reinvent the wheel from the budget committee, but I would like to hear from Mr. Golden about how much of a difference, hardship or lack of hardship it would make amending this amount to 5 million. Is, is it as simple as once they reach 5 million, then they come back and ask for more? Or is there, there more of a process that we're not aware of at this point? Jason. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, we we have on our five year capital plan uh, um, land purchases as, as really as part of our strategic plan to try to get ahead, just anticipating that by the time the need arises for an actual construction, the price gets higher. Uh, these particular schools that we project uh, that we'll need land for are scheduled to open in 2026 and 27. So strategically, we're trying to find land now for the very practical reason of we anticipate it'll cost more and a sub issue that it, they'll, what, what may be out there may not be available. So if the commission reduces this to 5 million, I will tell you my best guess based on my experience is we'll probably be able to purchase one of the three parcels that we anticipate will be needed on our five year capital plan. Uh, um, um, in, in uh, I doubt it would be a full five million. But if you all pass this as five, what we'll what I believe we'll end up doing is the first time we find a, a parcel that will meet one of those projected needs, we'll make an offer, we'll buy it, and then if we find a second one, we'll need to come back to you for uh, for funding. Thank you. I got you. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Smith. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, if my if I may address this to through you, Mr. Chair, to uh, Mr. Golden. Uh, so, this was not a proposal for a single piece of property to house an elementary, middle, and high school. This was thought to be three separate pieces of property that you were asking for one lump sum to purchase. 
Yes, sir. Uh, that is correct, Commissioner. Our strategic plan uh, that we that we were about four years into um, included as one of our goals to to purchase land um, a little bit ahead of the need for those two main reasons, and uh, and so this the uh, the um, the funding eleven two fifty we anticipated could likely fund three different parcels to cover our next five years. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Commissioner Webb. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Into uh, the budget committee, I want to let the full commission be aware of we are the only county in the state of Tennessee that does these intent to funds. And so the discussion, and this was one of the items that we discussed it about, was the intent that we get away from the intent to fund with the full intention of doing like Mr. Golden said, when they find the property and come to us, we will fund it at that point. Uh, this is pretty much like that the county is putting 11250000 in an escrow account that we can't touch it for anything else except for the purchase of the land. Uh, that's the concern that we on the budget committee have. These intent to funds uh, lock that money up. And so what we're saying at this point is reduce it to five. They go out and look for the land. And as Mr. Golden says, he hasn't found all that property yet. They're in the process. They will come back and we can quickly uh, approve that money, if that's the intent of the commission, to fund the land for the schools. Uh, we want to work away, if we can, away from this intent to fund because it locks up uh, our, our cash and can inhibit our ability to make decisions, especially in a pandemic time like we're in now. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that, that uh, it wasn't against the schools. We're not stopping them from purchasing the land. This is a procedural item so that we don't have to put this money off to the side. So I hope that helps folks and doesn't muddy things up, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Commissioner Herbert. I just want to remind everybody when we're doing it, we've got this money we're paying interest on and we may not be using it for several years. And to me, it did seem a little bit high, the amount of this uh, resolution for these properties. No land's expensive, but it, it seemed really high, but I hate to see us paying money on interest when we're not going to use it for several years. Thank you. Commissioner Lothers. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Perhaps my question has been asked, answered, but I just believe when we have a strategic plan, we need to make sure that as a body, we're showing Williamson County Schools that we're supportive of that strategic plan. So I will vote in favor of the amendment, but just to go on record that I'm in support of them coming back when necessary. So, you know, land prices are increasing daily. I'm in a district of incredible growth. And even with some of the comp plan changes, we're just all under the gun. And so I respect so much the folks at Williamson County Schools that have the hard task of going out and finding this property and, and not utilizing eminent domain as a very, very last resort, they have a hard job. So I'm just trusting that this will give them the support they need and be able to come back to us so that we can form the next step. Thank you. Are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. 
Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. All right, the amendment passes. Now we are back to the motion as amended. The, the, we don't know. This was, Jamie, we are still on eight. We just voted on the amendment. Now we need to vote on the motion. All right, now we're back to the motion as amended. Are there any questions on the motion as amended? Seeing none, I assume we're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. I have a question. This is Judy. It's still saying of intent to fund eleven million. I don't. Yeah, but it, it does. It does state as amended. Okay, mine doesn't. I'm trying to see where it, it says amended. It well, it, it top says as amended resolution. So that okay. includes I'll the five million dollar amendments. So. All right. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-9. Resolution of the Williams County Board of County Commissioners. Approval of an intent to fund for $2 million for building... Replacement of Brentwood Middle School. Commissioner Tonicliffe, the motion. Commissioner Williams, the second. The school board was 12-4-0 against. The ex education committee was 6-4-0 against. Budget committee was 4-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Yes, sir, Chair. Brentwood Middle School's, I don't want to say in a state of disrepair, but close to it. Um, this is the first funds to start with planning on the rebuild, the addition and rebuild of that school. Are there any questions? Commissioner Story. Yes, this goes in line. Thank you, Chair. This goes in line with what we were talking about in terms of increase, uh, uh, rebuilding versus buying new. Uh, just for everybody's education, could uh, Superintendent Golden uh, give the the explanation of how time, uh, how money, um, how how different it is from uh, cost of new ex uh, uh, development versus uh, expanding existing uh, facilities. Uh, he, he gave a pretty good explanation of the cost difference. Uh, the, Commissioner Golden. Sure. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Commissioner Story. Uh, we did some we did some quick math and and uh, um, what what we found at the high school level when we're able to expand with 400 seats. If you do the math on a on a per seat cost, 
the uh, um, expanding the the building in the way we're doing it at the at our newer high schools is uh, is about half the cost uh, of uh, of a new building, a full blown new building that in, it includes the infrastructure such as cafeteria, library, et cetera. Uh, for Brentwood Middle, uh, that is our actually our second oldest school physically, but uh, but it is in the worst shape. We've had on our five-year capital plan for a number of years to to replace it. This funding that we're requesting is to start doing the formal engineering and architectural work to get that started. We intend to do a phased approach uh, similar to what we're doing with Page Middle School and Page High School for those of you in that area. Uh, um, based on our schedule, this would be completed in 2025. Thank you all. Are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-10. Resolution amending the 2020-21 Highway Department budget and appropriating up to $200,000 for roads, road salt revenues to come from unappropriated highway fund balance. Commissioner Webb, motion. Uh, Commissioner Herbert, the second. A highway commission was 540 against. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, this is for the highway department to replenish the salt that they used up in the storm a couple of weeks ago. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-11. Resolution appropriating and amending the various salary line items within the 2020-21 County General Solid Waste and Highway Funds. Revenues to come from respective unappropriated fund balance. Commissioner Webb? Move for approval. And I'm sorry, the Herbert, Commissioner Herbert II. I keep forgetting to look up at the screen now that we have that. Uh, budget committee was 4-4 four, four and 0 against. Uh, explanation, please. And I think we have, we have an amendment to this one also. We do have an amendment, Mr. Chair. I'll give you the explanation. This is the uh, county general fund um, increase related to what we voted on just a few minutes ago for the school board to keep everyone on the same criteria. A little bit different. This is not a bonus. This is just a change in pay. And uh, I'll entertain this motion that we need to uh, motion to change this to $637,279. And that is due to a correction in the budget committee, Mr. Chair. Okay, we have a Commissioner Herbert press the uh, motion button, Commissioner Morton the second. Uh, and the, the change has to do with, uh, I believe, 
the uh, don't page jury, three, Mr. Chair. Jury yeah, and witness expense. We're reducing that five hundred dollars out of the resolution. Okay. All right. Are there any questions on the amendment? All right, seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor of the amendment, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Aiello. There we go. Anyone wish to record the vote, please? 23 yes, zero no. The amendment passes. Now we're back to the motion as amended. Do we have any questions on the motion as amended? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor. Press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Tonicliffe. There we go. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes as amended. Resolution 3-21-12, resolution appropriating and amending the various county general budget by $1,975,945.21 and the solid waste fund by $4,004.78 proceeds to come from Tennessee CARES Act Management System Coronavirus Relief Funds. Commissioner Webb. Yeah, motion to approve. But the motion. <laughs> and Commissioner Osbrooks, the second. Law enforcement was 640 against. Uh, property was 440 against. Parks and Recreation was 540 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Uh, explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, this is the Federal CARES Act money that's being uh, allocated along where the expenses were for the CARES Act, and you'll see that in the resolution where the funds are, are being applied. Commissioner Herbert. There's a typo error. If you go to the bottom, it's 1971945 should be 1975945 All right, Ms. Nano, which one's the correct? I think, Mr. Chair, you have to add the 1971 and the 4,000 for solid waste to come back to the 1,975,000, if I've got that right. Or is it 1,975,000? I think the top is the one that's an error. Nina can correct that or let us know which is the correct number. Yes, it's. Um, let's see.
Are you adding? Is that? <laughs> I actually need to pull up a spreadsheet and look at my notes. So it gets the exact amount. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just wanted to. Um, let's see. Oh, I think I see it. No, yeah. no maybe I don't. Is there's Okay, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Um, the one million nine seventy one nine forty five twenty one should be the total for the county general fund. Okay, now the question for the attorney is: There's a typo then in two places. Is this a typo we can fix, or do we need to amend this? Well, I think you're actually going to have three uh typos unless i'm wrong if it's one if it's one nine seven one and four zero zero four then the one nine seven nine nine four nine ninety nine in the last whereas is not correct either i believe okay let me look Mr. Chair, in the interest of time, would it be available for us to come back to this one so Nina can verify her numbers? That's what I was just fixing to ask the attorney, if we can set this aside and come back to it. Yeah, you can defer it to the end of the agenda if you'd like. Uh, so moved, Mr. Chair. All right, do we need a motion to defer until the end of the meeting? Is there a second? Second, Beth. Okay. All right, we have a recorded uh, motion to defer from Commissioner Story and a recorded second from Commissioner Hudson. Uh, I think you can do that by voice, Mr. Chair. All right, all in favor of deferring this to the end of the meeting, say aye. 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 Are there any opposed? This is deferred and we will come back to it and give Ms. Nina a chance to, to figure out what we need to do. So moving on, 
Resolution 3-21-13. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 county clerk's budget by $30,000 for additional postage revenues to come from unappropriated county general funds. Commissioner Webb, the motion. Commissioner Herbert, the second. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Uh, due to COVID, the clerk's office is, uh, has more mailings, and this is just amend the budget for $30,000 for postage. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-14. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 Parks and Recreation Department budget by $13,000. Revenues to come from participants' fees. Commissioner Webb. Move for approval. Motion. Commissioner Lothers, the second. Uh, Parks and Rec Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Uh, as you can see, this is $13,000 that the Rec uh, Department has received from rent of the Performing Arts Center, and we're just uh, fixing the budget out for this. Mending the are budget. There any, are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Conicliffe, there you go. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-15. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 Parks and Recreation budget by $133,446.09. Revenues to come from donations. Motion, Commissioner Paul Webb. The second, Commissioner Barb Sturgeon. Uh, Parks and Rec Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Mr. Murray. Uh, as you can see, this is another budget amendment to uh, take items from uh, different donations and spread them for expenditures. And note that uh, if you see in the second whereas, a donation for trees for the Osborne Park Complex came from twice daily. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-16. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 capital projects budget by $107,145.95 for the purchase of audio-visual equipment for the WC 
Williamson County Public Safety Building revenues to come from breach of contract settlement. Commissioner Motion, Commissioner Webb, second. Commissioner Hester, the Law Enforcement Com Public Safety Committee was 640 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, you can see we've had a breach of contract settlement, and those funds will be used for the purchase of audio video equipment for the public safety building. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Story. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-17. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 general sessions budget of $5,000. Revenues to come from probation fees. The motion, Commissioner Webb. The second, Commissioner Herbert. What just happened? Law Enforcement Public Safety Committee was 640 against. Budget Committee is 440 against. Uh, explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, as you can see, the uh, probation fees will be used to, for evaluation and drug testing because they were using this more this year than they expected, and they do have money in the probation fee budget. Okay, are there any questions? We do have an error, Mr. Chair. Okay. In the voting. In the voting. All right. Uh, are there any, if there's no questions, I assume we're ready to vote. So we can, Jamie, can we get to the voting screen? Went backwards on us. All right. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-18. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a grant agreement with the State of Tennessee Department of Military and the Tennessee Emergency Management Agency and appropriating and amending the Office of Public Safety 2020-21 budget of $115,281. Revenues to come from Homeland Security grant funds uh, the, Commissioner Webb, the motion? Motion approved. Is there a second? Herbert, second. Okay, go get the second button up. There we go. Thank you. Uh, just the public, Law Enforcement Public Safety Committee was 640 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. As you can see, Mr. Chair, this is a grant from uh, 
Homeland Security, and these uh, items will be used by the county as well as the, the county municipalities as needed. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Williams, there we go. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-19. The resolution appropriating and amending the 2020-21 Health Department budget by 1,098,000 91 excuse me $1,098.93 to provide funding for child safety seat programs the revenue come from state grant funds uh, the motion move for approval commissioner webb lather second the, the budget committee was 440 against explanation please uh, this is a typical grant we get for uh, to be used for child safety seats in the county through the health department. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-21. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a license agreement with Jewel Brothers, LLC, to use and maintain unimproved property owned by Williamson County. Move for approval. Move Commissioner, Commissioner Webb. Yes. Herbert second. Commissioner Herbert the second. Mr. Chairman. Yes, ma'am. This is Jamie. Um, is I was just going to make sure that everyone still sees their motion and second buttons. It is not showing up on the screen. Well, I know that's because we've been pressing at the last couple of uh, resolutions. So I was just wondering if everybody still sees them and is able to vote or to motion and second by themselves. As I'm saying, it is it has not been showing up at all. That's why I have been asking about the motion. Okay. All right, Matt, did you see a motion to approve button? Yeah, we didn't do that for. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll just keep continue to do it for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We have a second by Commissioner Matt Williams. The property committee was 440 against. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Uh, this resolution is for agreement between the county and the Jewel Brothers for them to uh, maintain 
a piece of property we own in the county and we find that this is the best interest of the taxpayers to allow this to happen. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Tonicliffe. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Now I'll slow down a little bit on this and we'll fall and we'll see if a button shows up for you. Resolution 3-21-22. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a lease agreement with the Williams County DUI Recovery Court for office space. Commissioner. Well, there's already a motion there, Mr. Chair. I guess I will second that for you. All right. Do you have a second button on yours? I do not have any buttons at all. All right. So some of us are seeing them and some aren't. Commissioner. All right. Commissioner Webb, this motion. Commissioner Osbrook, the second. Uh, property committee was 440 against. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Uh, this is to allow us to let the DUI court have some office space. Um, and you can see from the resolution, it's three suites that we have over on the Folk Street complex. I think this is extending or, or redoing the lease they've been having. I think it is. So yes. Are there any are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor. Press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-23. The resolution authorizing the Owens County Mayor to execute a long-term option lease agreement with Vogue Tower Partners, V-I-I-L-L-C, to construct and operate a telecommunications tower located on Pinewood Road. Uh, Commissioner Webb? Move for approval. Commissioner Mason, the second. The property committee was 540 against. Budget committee was 440 against. Explanation, please. Uh, this is for a location on Pinewood Road for a, uh, a tower. And this is uh, coming to you from the property committee as to enhance the service within the county. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 22 yes, one abstain. 
Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-24. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a long-term option lease agreement with Vogue Tower Partners VII LLC to construct and operate a telecommunications tower located on Bethesda Road. Commissioner Webb. Move for approval. Herbert second. Commissioner Herbert the second. Or, or Law Enforcement Public Safety Committee was 640 against. Property Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. Uh, this is for another tower site on Bethesda Road in Thompson Station, uh, at least for a, a communications tower. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume, do you have a question, Barb? Yeah, I have no button to request to speak. And so I typed my question in the chat box. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know, is this for government communications or is this like for commercial or is this like for my cell phone or what kind of communications are these towers for? I'm not sure who's on the line from EMA, but the mayor may have more details than I've got on this one. So if either Bill Jorgensen or Mayor Anderson can answer Commissioner Sturgeon's questions. I believe these are are using our towers for cellular and leasing space on our towers for cellular communications is what I believe. Mr. Chairman. So, yes. Bobby? This is Bobby Cook. This is what these are, are option leases. Basically, they are agreements with this private company who's in the business of constructing and owner telecommunication towers. What this does is that we are providing them an option to decide whether or to, to conduct studies to determine whether this is a feasible location for a tower. Um, when they do that, they pay us a fee for the option period. And then if they decide they want to build or if it's that they decide it's feasible, then they pay us a monthly rate plus um, a one-time payment of $10,000 as well as additional fees for every um, provider that hooks onto the tower. They have agreed to provide the county a location on the tower that is suitable for our use for emergency uh, purposes. Um, it's, it's actually a pretty good deal for the county and, and it will uh, it will provide services in these two areas that is much needed. Be glad to answer any questions. Thanks, Bobby. That, answer, that answered my question. Thank you. I was just I was just a little off. Are there any questions? Other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Hudson. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 3-21-25.
resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a lease agreement with the City of Franklin for the periodic use of Fieldstone Farms Park for adult recreation leagues. Commissioner Webb. The second, Commissioner Mason. Uh, property Committee was 540 against. Parks and Recreation Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 440 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Webb. This allows the uh, County Parks and Rec to uh, negotiate with the City of Franklin for periodic use of the city parks at Fieldstone uh, subdivision. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. And no wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 23 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Mr. Chair? Yes, sir. As Commissioner Webb, I would like to uh, withdraw Resolution 3-2112 until the May meeting, please. Okay. Uh, it was already had a motion and a second. Do we need to withdraw the second or can we? You, we would need to need to withdraw, you would need to withdraw the second at this point. That's what I was thinking. So uh, I don't remember who had the second on it. Does that... You still have that, but, uh, Jamie? Commissioner Osbrooks is who I have recorded. Is the second. All right, Commissioner Osbrooks, will you withdraw the second? Commissioner Osbrooks, are you still here? Yeah, well, I was trying to get my... my <laughs> with all right, so... All right, so the that has been withdrawn, so now... Uh, the motion and the second, so what the request has been to pull the, the resolution. Right, the motion is defer 3-21-12 to the May commission meeting, please. Do you want a, a motion to defer or do you want to just pull it from the... Yeah, if you if you, if you pull the second and the motion, you don't need to defer. You can just pull the resolution and refile. That's, that's what I was thinking. Okay. So. Thank you. That's what we want to do. That's the preference, yes, sir. All right, so that resolution has been pulled from the agenda. Uh, that concludes my agenda. Do we have anything else? Commissioner Williams. Yeah, I just want to say a thank you to um, Eddie Hood and the Highway Department for their response to salting the roads and everything. I Hey, it was pretty hard uh, winter condition that came through, and I think it was Wednesday morning I got out, and it was actually, it was pretty stark difference. The county roads were pretty clear. Uh, the Franklin City roads were still pretty pretty slushy, and, and then the state roads hadn't been touched at all. So uh, just commending the, the highway department for their response. Oh, I will second that. I'll third it. <laughs> they did a good job. Jamie, I want to thank you for your work tonight. Uh, the, the technology is challenging at times, and I know that we, we are really throwing a lot at you, and I appreciate everything you're doing for us. You're welcome. Thank you. So is there anything else? If not, we'll entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Commissioner Webb. 
And we are adjourned. Thank you.